Hello everybody, welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host Brian Dash and today I'm going to tell you the extended edition of Tony's Valentine's Part 1. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. <clears throat> well, it's here. Valentine's Day is here. Oh, first allow me to introduce myself. My name's Tony. Tony Cronite. Not a great last name, I know, but that's my name, Tony Cronite. Although some people call me Tony Crybaby due to lock-in when I was in fifth grade. Cried all night long. But that did allow me to make one friend. A friend who became my girlfriend who became my wife. Let me explain. This all happened about, hmm, probably about four Valentine's Days ago. Um, I'm happily married now with a son named William. But he's not in these, this trilogy I'm about to tell you. <clears throat> well, it was Valentine's Day and I got a call from Echo. Echo said, Hey, Tony. I said, oh, hello, Echo. So, um, I got a surprise for you. I'm going to take you out to eat for your Valentine's Day present. Oh, I thought, cool. I was expecting it to be like, you know, make wolves or a fox in his fantastic pizza world or, a, or Windows or Wendy's or McDonald's or whatever. One of those places... So I said, so we're taking me, uh, McWolves, uh, Foxiness. Oh, don't tell me you're taking me to Subway. Hashtag, thank you, Alvin, that for me use that. Echo said, no, silly. I'm not taking you to any of those places. Oh. A home-cooked meal? I hope so. She made the best chicken noodle soup I've ever had. No, silly. I'm taking you to El McWolves. El McWolves? El McWolves? That place costed a fortune. I asked her. A reservation for those places cost over $1,000. I got the place near the fountain, she said. Maybe we went to the fountain out all to ourselves. Echo, that cost... It costed over $10,894. Where did you get the money to work? Get that. You work as a babysitter. And also you work at Subway, so... Yeah. I know, but I decided to take a loan out of my bank account. You know, I thought uh, tonight could be the night my money and your money became our money. And that your house or my house became our house. And that your life and my life became our lives. And she started saying more stuff that had to do with my things and her things being our things. Especially when I got to the bedroom decor. 
Needless to say, I didn't want a My Little Pony pick calendar in the side corner. But then again, she didn't want the Native American chief symbols on every single wall. So, she agreed to let me keep half these Native American symbols if she got to keep a My Little Pony calendar on her side of the room. It got weird, especially since we were living with each other. Possibly married. So she said, I even got a nice other gift for you. Um, anyway, um, um, I'll talk to you later. Bye. And she hung up. Well, she did tell me I was supposed to get there around 6 p.m. And it was already 4.25. So I went for a short walk to get a ring for her. Until I found out that the cheapest ring was over $10,000. And I didn't have that much. My wallet was so empty that I opened it and a moth literally flew out of it. I didn't have a penny on me. My bank account, that's all I had to keep my house afloat. If my bank account never went down any... You know, I like not to think about that. I was walking home down Trenton, thinking that she blew a lot of money on a massive restaurant, along with the additional gift. I didn't even have a ring to show for. Where you go, Tony? Some, some boyfriend, future husband you turned out to be. Terrible. Gonna let down the only one you ever really cared about. The one she fox that made you happy. You're gonna let her down. Great job, Tony Cry Knight. Maybe everyone's right. Maybe you are a crybaby. No, I interrupted myself. I'm Tony Cry Knight. I'm gonna get her something. I just have to figure out what. Around that time, I rounded the corner next to the mean neighbor that lived next to Rika's house. My ex-high school girlfriend, who I haven't seen in a while. She always works during the day, and she comes home at like 12 at night. I'm usually in bed by 12. But I looked, and the neighbor had beautiful roses. White roses, red roses. Even blue, rare blue, blue roses from the lilac system. Wow. I could really love a bouquet of those flowers. I looked at the sign. No trespassing. Trespassers will be shot. And I looked at the roses. Then back at the sign. Then back at the roses. I thought... Echo's more important than any old rules. I'll only take one red flower, one from the very back, so I don't ruin the display. That should be alright. So I picked one flower from the back that no one could see. That way the display wasn't ruined in the slightest. I picked it up and began to walk home to get my suit. That's why I heard footsteps behind me.
I stopped and turned around, just in time to look down a barrel of a double shotgun. Then, <sighs> he pulled the trigger. I fell to the ground, the rose landed on the ground, and I was bleeding as blood pulled around me. I lost consciousness. About an hour or two later, Echo was at the restaurant. By that time, she already was waiting there one hour. Where's Tony at, she thought. She pulled, she pulled out her phone and looked at the picture of her and Tony on their first date. That's when something on the news came on. We interrupt your program to bring you some heart-stopping news. A, a male wolf um, known as Tony Crynight has been shot down today. He is in the hospital in critical condition. Right now he's stable, but the doctors say he will not last the night. Tony? That's... That's my Tony! Echo ran to catch up to find Tony in the hospital. After leaving a tip, the waiter has been nice to her, and she wanted to pay his kindness. But she ran like heck to find Tony. She passed by a visitor that was calling on her lately, that she shut the door in his face because she was with Tony. His name was Kiwi. Hey, hey, my little Echo, what you shut up, Kiwi? I'm busy. Oh, okay. Jeez. And she ran like lightning to the hospital that Tony was in. Meanwhile, Tony heard the monitor. Beep. 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 Beep beep. Beep beep. Beep beep. Beep beep. Beep beep. As his heart accelerated, he thought to himself, I'm, I'm gonna die. No, I mustn't think like that. I have to stay alive for Echo. I'm gonna get out of this. And we're gonna marry. And I'm gonna get her a ring with a diamond as big as the biggest strawberry. He thought to himself with a smile on her face. All the kisses she'd give him. How she'd hold him close. And how she'd kiss him on the lips and say, I love you, Tony. And how they were going to marry. And how she's going to have kids. And how they're going to have a house full of little pitter-patter paws of fox slash wolf's hybrids. Everything. He smiled. Then the heart monitor went. Beep 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 beep. He flatlined. Shortly after, and by shortly after I mean six months later. Beep. Beep. 
<gasps> Tony woke up. Echo is there. Tony! Oh! Oh, hey, Echo. Oh, Tony, you're okay. Mm. I was so worried. You died. They said you died five times. But you always came back. It was my will that kept me coming back, Echo. Now, I know this isn't the most romantic setting, and I don't have anything to show for it, but will you marry me? <clears throat> Tony, of course I would love to. Tony smiled. But I can't. Wait. What? Tony, I would love to marry you. I would. I absolutely, without a doubt, would love to marry you, but there's one problem. I thought you died to so save myself from deeper and greater heartache and pain. I made a commitment. What do you mean? Tony, I married, well, not married, but my new boyfriend is Kiwi. Wait, you mean that guy can Calling on you? They called you fox face, good looking, hot fox, sexy fox, all that stuff. Yeah. And you chose him, why? I mean, I'd rather you, you know, get together with Billy, my best buddy, than that guy. Well, I didn't want you to feel betrayed in case you did pull through. Billy wouldn't have betrayed me. In fact, Billy would do me a favor. He would treat you better than I ever could. I'm not trying to hurt my chances if you ever want to come back to me, but... Billy would treat you the way you deserve to be treated. I mean, I would try my best, but Billy has more practice. Yeah, that only hurts your buddy's chances. Anyway... I'm sorry, Tony, but I gotta go. Here. And she reached into her pocket and laid a ring on his chest. That was meant to be my engagement ring for you. You keep it as a keepsake. Know that no matter what happens, you'll always have a place in my heart. Then she kissed him one last time, right smack dab on the lips, where Tony craved her kiss, where Tony always wanted her to kiss him. But this time, it didn't feel like the kisses that made his heart beat faster. This time, it tasted bitter, like a sour apple, a rotten sour apple. Maybe it was the fact that it was a farewell kiss and not a I love you kiss. The doctor said, Alright, Mr. Cry Knight. We are going to monitor you for a few more days to make sure that you're stable. And then we'll let you out. Um, we'll tell you this though, Mr. Cry Knight, if any difficulties come up with your heart or breathing, you want to see us immediately and you should spend more than five or six hours a day if not more, outside. 
That way your lungs will heal and the capacity that we need them to heal. You did get shot pretty badly and your lungs are damaged severely. However, we think we can get your lungs back to normal if you stay outside five hours a day for, say, about three or four months or so. Tony agreed. He didn't like the fact that he wore a respirator at night. But slowly but surely, he got used to it. It was on one of these days, Tony was sitting down by the pond at the, at the old park. He sat there and sighed sadly. Wish the doctors just let me kick the bug in the hospital. Life isn't worth living without Echo. She was a part of me. I'll never find anyone else to replace her. She's a replaceable. He said. That's when he saw a female wolf walking across the street. It was Rika, his high school girlfriend. She caught him staring and she flashed him a seductive smile. Tony's eyes opened wide and she said, Hey, Tony, and winked at him seductively. Whoa. I just began to stare at her. She didn't mind the attention. In fact, that's exactly what she wanted. She heard about the breakup between her, well, not her, but Echo and Tony, and thought she might try to go make Tony feel better by giving him the Ooh, look at me, I'm foxy, I like you, Tony. Act. To get Tony to fall for her once again. She was still into Tony, and she didn't like to see him upset. Besides, no one would ever take the place of Tony except to someone who was feeling nice to her and gave her what she loved. Exotic flowers. Unfortunately, though, there was a numbskull. Sipping on a soda pop. Oh, you guessed it. It was Tony's rival. Jocko the Jock. He sat there slurping on a Dr. Pepper. And then he saw Rika walking. His eyes, well, I'm not going to get too detailed with this, but let's just say his eyes flashed one to one side of her, one part of her to a different, less, um, less, let's just say, a privater part of her. Um, I'll just say it's around her chest area. And he smiled an evil grin. And then he began acting like an imbecile, flexing and acting like Mr. Macho Man to try to get Rika's attention. Rika rolled her, rolled her eyes like, can't you better than that boy? But looked at him as in saying, okay, you gotta do better than that, but I'm not exactly, you're not exactly out of my league just yet. Well, Tony wasn't about to be beaten so easy, unless he treated girls with respect and treated them like people, not objects like Jocko the Jock did. So Tony went and got her a flower 
Since it was a public park, he was allowed to pick flowers. So he picked a white one from a tree that grew nearby and held out to Rika. Rika turned her attention to Tony and smiled and fluttered her eyelashes. Jocko was stained. She's wasting her time and her looks on that guy? I could do better than Tony any day of the month. I mean, I got the muscle. She's just with, she just likes Tony and feels bad for him because he's a nerd. Tony the crybaby. That's when his eyes saw the flower. And then he saw the tree and he got an idea in that stupid mind of his. As Rika and Tony were about to kiss, the jock said, Hey, beautiful, look what I got. He got Rika's attention Rika turned around just to find out the idiot tore off a branch of the big tree. She began jumping up and down and excitedly. And he threw all over the branch and interlocked arms with her. As they walked away together, he turned and said, Sayonara, Tony, crybaby. Just like every day, I get the chicks and you get sick. And they walked away. And Tony was left there with another broken heart. That's book two. Final story, book three. Well, my life is officially without purpose, Tony said to himself. Maybe it's better if I just give up. Let's face it, there is no room for love in my life. I hate my life. Oh well, I'll go back home, cook a microwave meal, and then I'll take a shower, cry in there for like five hours, and then I'll go to, back to bed and relive the misery tomorrow. This one heard. Kiwi, stop. Come on, you heard what I said. Make me a sandwich. No, I told you I can do it later, but I can't do it right now. Hear, hear another noise. Ow! Why would you do that? Because you're disobeying me, mutt. Now, make me a sandwich before I give you a beating. I told you, I can't make it right now. I have to finish my work. I have a deadline. Ow! Make it now. I told you, please. I'll make him in. Just give me a... He's punched her. Ow. She began to sob. Stop sawing, dog. And he began to beat her more. He found out that Kiwi was beating on a woman. Not just any woman. Echo. Well, Tony no longer was Tony the crybaby. He is now Tony. I'm going to rip your neck out of your throat if you keep on messing with Echo. Leave her alone, he said. Don't try that macho guy stuff on me, you crybaby. 
It's cry night. And I'm warning you. Leave Echo alone. Thanks for the warning. So Kiri and Kiri attacked Tony. Tony was beaten and bloodied, but he held his own. And eventually, hit Kiri in the temple lobe. Kiri got up slowly and then ran off. That's when Tony picked up Echo, took Echo to his house, laid Echo in his bed, and he sat in his recliner next to her bed. Echo woke up with a washcloth on her head and something on her lip, her eye, and on her chest, right above the pendant she wore around her neck. What? What happened? Oh, um, you've got to fight. She reached up. Why is there a piece of wet tissue right underneath my, my neck? He hit you there hard. He hit you everywhere hard. Why am I still alive then? Who are you? You're my savior. My name's Tony. Tony? Tony who? I used to know a Tony. His name was Tony Cry Knight, age 24. You almost married him once. He didn't have anything to show for you, but you gave him a golden ring that said, Tony and Echo, lovers for life. How do you know that? Well, it didn't hurt that I, I'm Tony, so I should know all these things. If I didn't, well, that'd be a little awkward. Wait a minute. You're Tony? You're Tony Carnite? Yeah. Echo looked. Tony! And she lifted up slowly and gave him a kiss. Tony, I'm so sorry. I never should have left. I should have just... No, Echo, you did the right thing. Well, okay, you didn't do the right thing. You did the worst thing possible. It's causing scarring emotional pain that may never heal, and I might cry myself to sleep for the rest of my life. And I also consider just leaving it all behind, but still. You, uh, you did what you thought was right, and I can't ask for more than that. Tony? I'm sorry. Echo, I told you, it's alright. No hard feelings. Water, water under the bridge. She hugged him again. Thank you again, Tony, for saving my life. Um, your life is something worth saving. And she kissed Tony. So Tony, um, I know that's kind of awkward because you just came back. But after you saving my life like this, I realized that you are the only one I want. The only one I ever loved. Will ever love. Will, will you remarry me? I wouldn't have any other way.
And with that, Tony kissed Echo. And Echo heard church bells chiming. And fireworks going off. And she felt like she was in the spotlight. And her own little Disney movie of Happily Ever After. Tony, I, I love you. I love you too. And they fell asleep together. Not in a nasty, weird, yucky way, as most people would describe it. But in a way where the tangle just took a nap with each other. So, about five minutes. Snuggle. Five minutes snuggle fest. I love you, Tony. I love you, too. Echo. And they fell in love. Five months later, the two of them got married. And shortly after, they had a child. Brilliant Wolf. But those are different stories. Another stories for another time. Until then, sit back, relax, and look for more Moonlight Madness episodes. The end. Thank you everyone for listening. I know I said I just do Tony Part 1, I mean Story 1, of the trilogy, but I decided, you know what, Land has been really patient with me, so I thought I would give him a treat and do Tony Episode 1, 2, and 3, the Extended Edition, all together as a special treat for him. So, Landon, thank you for watching this. And uh, please, if you do a review, that would be greatly appreciated. I always love watching reviews. So review the extended edition versus the original edition. So please um, do, do a review of how much you like the extended edition. More so than you like the original Tony story edition. Because um, I, I like to see that way I knew what to do more of, if I ever came down to it. Anyway, thank you for watching, and I'll see you all next time, next video. And remember to look into those shadows, because let's be honest, this world is a strange one. Thank you, everyone. And of course, if you, if you want more videos from me, please do not worry, because I'm a workaholic with a fiction addiction. Thank you, everyone, and good night. And I'll see you all next time. Hell on next video. Bye bye. And also, thank you, Miss Luna, for watching too. Furry for life. Bro Paul. And good night.